listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Be who you are and will be. Learn to cherish that boisterous black angel that drives you up one day and down another protecting the place where your power rises running like hot blood from the same source as you pain where you are when you are hungry learn to eat whatever sustains you until morning do not be but do not be wait but do not be misled by details simply because you live them do not let your head deny your hands any memory of what passes through them not your eyes not your heart everything can be used except what is wasteful you will need to remember this when you are accused of destruction even when they are dangerous examine the heart of those machines you hate before you discard them and never mourn the lack of their power lest you be condemned to relieve them if you do not learn to hate you will never be lonely enough to love easily nor will you always be brave although it does not grow any easier do not pretend to convenient beliefs even when they are righteous you will never be able to defend your city while shouting hey welcome to the black Outers podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on saturday which means it's feedback time yay <laughs> feedback time of course is when we get to hear from you guys mm-hmm. all, all right. about you we do the show four days and then on the fifth day uh it's really about what you guys think okay yes. so we're gonna read your emails that you sent to the black tips at gmail.com we're gonna read your five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got a couple we got some on both Woo! yep yep uh we're going to uh check your voicemails you leave those at 704-557-0186 keep in mind there's a two minute limit on those voicemails um and then um we'll read your comments on the website the black guy tips at gmail.com uh we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that um but uh yeah so we also got to talk about the people that donate to the show okay some people give a little money they go to the blackouttips.com they look on the right hand side they click the donate button and they choose to be a recurring donator one-time donator we don't care mm-hmm. what denomination what amount we're gonna give you a shout out we sure are let's do it i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new month nay is what i like to say christopher d i'm at chris from hawaii shout out to him always uh shouting us out on twitter using the hashtag tvgwt we always see it thank you so much chris calfani g thank you so much yes armand b thank you as well mm-hmm. uh david from brooklyn appreciate you dave all the way from brooklyn ricky a pretty ricky what they call him <laughs> uh black film press comics thank you mm-hmm. renate m thank you so much pete b we appreciate you pete b olivia from chicago y'all know her the lawyer yes laura e thank you very much laura we appreciate you thank you laura nick z thank you very much nick mm-hmm. bomani jones or as i like to call him the big booty black supremacist <laughs> little inside joke there uh miss hathaway thank you so much mm-hmm. rita may c we appreciate you we do nidra d thank you Cavis D, thank you as well. No relation. Nope. Thomas uh, is a brand new uh, recurring donator. Go hey. to the new members class. Thank you, Thomas. Yes. Annie P, we appreciate you, Annie. We hope you're okay. We do. Are you okay, Annie? All right, guys, that's it for all the people that donated this week. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart.
easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. The truth is, I almost gave up on a power that I can't explain. Oh, it goes power, y'all. Fell from heaven like a shower and I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still, I smile. Even when I have to I smile I know God is working so I smile Even though I've been for a while I smile Smile It's so hard to look up when you look down Sure would hate to see you give up now You look so much better when you smile For me can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? <laughs> and the people say. All right. Let's talk about these five star reviews, though. Because we got some. Uh, first of all, Shane Paul Neal. Hey, sweetie hooked us up with a five-star review thank you mm-hmm. i believe shane has his own podcast now mm-hmm. over there on the uh unreasonable fridays network with aaron Rand freeman and the casting crew yes bacon and najayla and dasha it's a lot of people over there just uh podcasting i think they should uh i think they should start one about uh with some white people over there because they don't have any white people on the network okay and then call it unseasonable fridays oh no mm-hmm. oh no <laughs> it could be, be a cooking show be real quick first of all you wash the chicken in the sink then you put it in the put it in the pan you put it in the pan and then it's done there you go that's it chicken breast uh <laughs> po- podcast gold five stars shane says i have been listening to the blackout tips for years Ryder karen's take on current events and cultural issues are well thought out fair and hilarious and if you are an aspiring podcast especially one of color um tvgwt is required listening thank you thank you we, we try you know we try um overall excellent podcast by syb 1976 who says Ryder karen have great chemistry the shows are consistently funny and uh fun informative uh great segments great uh guests and games worth a listen or 10 you will be hooked thank you thank you we try five whole stars by brasco brasco jones Mm -hmm. who says the absolute best podcast in the game Ryder karen will certainly challenge you uh, to be thoughtful and more empathic person making you laugh till it hurts all the while not only is the regular show incredible but if you can spring for premium you'll never be at a loss for content or entertainment been listening for about a year and a half now and i'm so glad i can finally stop running out of service right after the benediction to avoid eye contact with pastor and the first lady thank you so much Ryder karen for all that you do thank you oh so you leave for the end of the service you one of them people yeah come shake our hands at the door next time mm, got an excuse mm-hmm, i got to go to work early mm-hmm. we yeah. never you done gave we gonna know your name we're like oh okay that's brasco jones hey what's going on brasco uh recipes fatty five stars by big her bb who says um 
yo i love the walking dead recast even more than watching the actual show you and a lot of people but i'm not gonna lie it's like hearing some some tell someone tell the story from the woke black post-apocalyptic viewpoint it's so good i actually started listening because of the recast and eventually became a fan of the show keep it up guys thank you thank you you know some people as you know it's one of the reasons that we do certain recasts is because uh sometimes people do come back and stay they're like wow this this is fun mm-hmm. you know um one of the best podcasts in the world five stars by math girl 2010 who says i've been listening for about a year so i guess i should have already written in a review for this great podcast i guess you were filling us out just making sure that we wasn't gonna just be whack one day right because we we understand people walking around trying to find a podcast home you know you try different churches out and you mm-hmm. just finally decided to stay here we thank you mm-hmm i don't have many friends where i stay so when i listen to ronda karen it makes me feel like i have some friends that think feel and talk like me i love that they are extra black and extra unapologetic all the time i love them you will love them and their guests too Shardai. oh Shardai. thank you Shardai. thank you thank you i, I didn't I, know i was extra black i think i know her on twitter um hilarious and informative podcast five stars by croup i hope i'm pronouncing croup a cyrus if not then it's croupier cyrus um i'm a regular listener to the black guy with tips and after episode i'm regularly left with a either a wide grin on my fa- face or belly laughter one aspect of the show for which i'm most appreciative is the balance between earnest discussion of current events and humorous segments such as guest the race and white people news also rod and karen have two of the most infectious laughs i've ever heard awesome show thank you thank you yeah i was thinking about this the other day um because sometimes i listen to comedian podcasts mm-hmm. and um and i'm not just not no shade of any direct comedians or whatever but sometimes i can't really get into them because they're trying so hard to be funny that there's no authenticity and so i i check out you know oh, i can understand that yeah because one of the voices in my head i had to kill when we do this show is the are we being funny right now is this funny is are people laughing is this gonna be funny or not uh are we bumming people out right now because honestly the truth like if you imagine comedy as jazz the 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 earnestness and the truth and the serious conversations and the the other moment they're kind of like the baseline you know they're kind of like the 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 drums they're the things that kind of keep everything you know uh that they're, they're underpinning the whole thing and then you know you get to be the the comedies like the the horns and the flutes and you know the jazz and it's not that the drums and the and the, and the um and the bass line don't ever get to, to get, go solo too those are kind of your serious moments in the show and correct there's nothing wrong with that that can be beautiful too i've listened to some shows where you know they have like a real moment and they like talk about some real shit and i'm, I'm like thankful i'm like yo that that's what i'm talking about because i'm not crazy and i i've been feeling this way too i understand what you're going through you make me sound you make me feel like i'm not alone in this world mm-hmm. so um but yeah the, the, but the funny is you know it's got to be there too you know but you know i I used to worry about that a lot but now I, I i pretty much don't i feel like we're always gonna be funny no matter what we talk about yeah and and i guess i've never had that voice you know and and a lot of it has to do with the structure of the show because mm-hmm. like I, said, I just kind of show up so i'm like hey let's do what we do we talking and funny shit come up we just laugh and roll with the flow and all that stuff i don't really come on going i got to be funny today yeah i think you know like i said i've i've heard shows and i've also heard shows where people like almost put on a persona correct where it's like you're not even talking to them you're talking to 
you know uh, an act that they're putting on yes. and some people like that i'm not really a fan of that you know i gravitate towards realness towards reality um not that there's no lane for people who are very much like you know you're talking to my representative or whatever but i don't know i'm not a fan of that so you know but it's something that i think people worry about um and if you're a podcaster listening to this you know maybe you've worried about it in the past too but yeah i think people do gravitate and we've proven there's an audience for people that aren't just like oh, feed me bullshit please you know like hey sometimes we're gonna talk about some real shit we're gonna try to keep it funny though we're gonna say you know it's gonna we got funny things to say too but it's not i'm not pressed to be funny all the fucking time correct um anyway uh thank you this is by k shadid who says the blackout is literally saying thank you so much for all your hard work and giving us so much content i went premium about a year ago and i love it best 15 dollars i spend every month i especially love when karen speaks my truth of being the wife mother who is just plain tired thank you karen for reminding me that i'm not crazy and that being a superwoman is not realistic it is not baby don't drive yourself up the wall trying to live some realistic expectation i mean not trying to be funny i know i'm be an old woman one day too but some of these old ass unts and shit y'all got lying to y'all niggas and got y'all thinking that, that, that they never had breakdowns and they kept it all together and that they was perfect mothers no everybody is flawed everybody has a time where they look at their child and go motherfucker i love you but god damn it today you know that's a real feeling and people act like there's something wrong with you if you get to the point that you keep it real yeah it's not even a flaw you know it's not about being flawed it's just we're not machines correct like people break down uh i'm the person in my home with the traditional demanding job but because i'm a woman it is expected that i also cook clean and do all the other chores around the house no matter how many times i ask for help and let's not forget on top of that all of that you are expected to keep the romance alive right right that's 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 so wild to me when dudes are like she just stopped being sexy i'm like it's hard to be sexy when you gotta fucking clean up the clean the stove cook fucking uh fold all the clothes vacuum the house you don't have the energy do the linen and wash and dry like like nigga i'm a maid what's sexy about that shit and it ain't like men at this point for the most part men are not these providers that make it a enriching experience to be the stay-at-home person like it's you know there's a lot to that shit not to mention the isolation people feel but men are so entitled they really will be like she stopped keeping herself up and i mean she don't do nothing i'm like nigga you make it hard to do all that how am i supposed to keep myself up and i got basically two full-time jobs one of them's taking care of your ass you know um anyway yeah like i said that that right there is uh, uh something out in itself because particularly with the intimacy part uh you fail to realize uh particularly women who work a full-time job like you said you got two jobs so you're working 18 hours 16 hours literally a day like from the time you get up to the mm-hmm. time you lay down and then you know men be like well you know i actually have sex she'd be like up oh, just get it over with because she's right. like i want to go to bed because i gotta work by fucking 5 a.m to get all the kids up and get them ready again right. i understand you want to be intimate and i want to supply this need but i need to also have the energy to supply this need right not so just you know like i said it's we as men we are so entitled we are just taught that everything is supposed to be our way or the highway so it's like damn bitch you ain't do the dishes as opposed to let me do these dishes for her so she you know maybe she's tired yeah maybe she don't feel like doing this shit or maybe you know 
like i said and then the things inside that people have to have in order to feel like energetic to feel sexy to feel wanted and all this shit it don't come from being somebody's mom basically because that's you know dudes basically graduate from out of their mom's house to a woman being their mama as well you know it's very weird but we definitely like encourage as a society Mm -hmm. how many times we tell you marry a woman just like your mama what to cook and clean for you and shit like come on nigga you need to do some of these things yourself we definitely don't tell women that kind of shit we might we might tell them to marry a man that treats you like your father you know with respect but that's because those are the only people in your life that we look at that don't ain't trying to fuck you you know what i mean <laughs> like come on well, they gotta respect you it's your daughter you're not gonna fuck your daughter so i mean find you a man that treats you like your daughter like like he like he can respect you without fucking you and then give him some you know like that's our whole point to that shit correct <sighs> Ooh. anyway tvgwt is my happy place y'all help me escape and thank you so much shannon thank you shannon mm-hmm. we appreciate you writing in that's all the five star reviews on itunes thank we- you everybody yeah it was a lot of y'all this week shit i love this i love that man i'm not gonna listen you won't make my day leave us a five-star review i'm trying to tell you very easy to do and i love showing up on saturday and being like yo people really still fuck with the show we've been doing this for eight years okay and we don't mind cooking and cleaning and and doing everything for y'all but we would like every once in a while to feel like we want it feel appreciated leave us a five-star review to let us know that we're not just out here toiling for no reason okay come on come on five-star reviews is our flowers you go i won't give them flowers leave us a five-star review right yeah because it's one of them things where i'm glad everybody uh left us five-star review but we still looking at some of y'all back there in the back row Mm mm-hmm um try to slide our service early and not speak to us come on five stars by shaniqua c on stitcher um i love you blacks (laughs) (laughs) not the blacks (laughs) we blacks love you back uh i love me some Ryder karen they are the cool cousins i'm hyped to see the barbecue in my head i've been a long time listening and share other shows so this review is long overdue every episode feels like pulling up a chair at my family's kitchen table it's so refreshing to find a show that is this black and this progressive i have found my tribe thank you oh thank you thank you uh i actually met a fan at um playing basketball this week somebody Aww. was like i told a dude that i play basketball with about the show because he asked what i did for a living and i was like oh podcast da 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 and then uh i was like well i'm gonna check you out cool man this you know so he came in the other day and was like hey man is this you and i was like yeah that's that's the podcast on your phone right there and he was like oh cool man my man listens to you uh and this dude came in was like y'all listen to y'all every day i was like yo this is so crazy man so uh shout out to my man mark man he was it was cool to meet him at the y and uh you know this is like one of them cool moments of like glad i'm still able to do shit like this and you know like we don't have some jerk ass fans or something i'm like oh no not this nigga you know right so it was cool um all right let's see we also have uh comments on the website and i'm gonna go ahead and open up skype now because it takes forever we'll get to that when it's time uh we had episode 1639 the hotel two-step yes that's my jam it's time it's on um it's on spotify now someone told me nigga what yes on spotify i'm gonna have to download that shit he done made it okay i don't know if the whole album on there i just need that one song because that that shit goes what if the whole i'm jamming y'all what we gonna do i don't i'm gonna have to jam in private right because see the thing about me is i'm never gonna get on this mic and lie to y'all okay i would just not tell y'all and lie to y'all and if if the album jamming i'm gonna listen to it 
me too and i'm sorry to let black america down like this but the truth need to be told okay the truth will set us all free come on but oh, okay it's just a song okay so it just got the one song yes extra plays I'm hotel but we, we ain't played on a regular show yet maybe we put them in the music um maybe we put them in the uh money in his pocket from the music he'll stop doing the hotel shows maybe Come y'all on. don't know maybe this is what he needed <clears throat> adrian says another thing about the bill preventing same-sex couples is that in addition to taking siblings older oh so in georgia they pass a law that gay people can't adopt kids mm-hmm. um another thing about the bill preventing same-sex couples is that in addition to taking siblings older children and lgbtq children uh they also take children with severe issues i.e behavioral issues i work in child welfare and i've had parents who are addicted to drugs and subjected their children to physical and sexual abuse who turned their noses up at same-sex couples they are so against it they would rather their children be separated than stay in a same-sex household wow i even had a judge who wouldn't perform same-sex adoptions all these type of vans do is overtax the system that already has limited resources the average cost of a child welfare case per child without any issues is about a hundred thousand dollars per year that amount goes up sufficiently if the child has any trauma related behavioral issues wow wow um marcy says sorry about the double comments on the last feedback episode oh don't worry about that we ain't worry about that uh d ranzi ph dunn says um wait hold on where did this start oh thank you Ryder Karen, for the shout out love you guys ranzi ph dunn thank you thank you um and then she also sent us a link to the video said mink slide is single as flame emojis it is mm-hmm. so auntie bop don't sleep tiffany says y'all y'all gonna y'all gonna fuck around and be driving down the road y'all gonna hit on your b101.9 your power 98 your hot 101 jams just know that i never lied to y'all that's all i'm gonna say come on you gonna know your grandma and great grandma your aunts and shit been calling up the line to dj gonna be like what the fuck is this well y'all want it so we'll play it doing a lunchtime jam now everything inside of me said i refuse to admit that this man created a bop and within three or four players i was like it's a bop dog right <laughs> right because i mean it goes I was easy the- to remember 
was in the car like it's time. not complex <laughs> the song wasn't even on and it wasn't nobody in the so car catchy. i was like this shit is a hit <laughs> y'all gonna fuck around he gonna be going up the charts ain't nobody gonna know what to do it's the only thing worse than if it was whack is that it's a hit it's right. Just good <laughs> right y'all, y'all gonna be riding down the road stuck in your five o'clock traffic going god damn it i need you on the dance floor <laughs> come on <laughs> your breakdown that shit goes man i know some hate ass niggas out there now i want to make this shit go <laughs> but it make it funnier because i felt it too i was like oh no this nigga oh. i know it fuck around and hit your soul you be like it's time damn it that root uh that root article was funny but it was hating because this shit goes <laughs> yeah it does i was like michael harry don't want to admit the truth Mm-mm-mm-mm. i know he's secretly in his house somewhere like i hate this nigga but it's time <laughs> come on I, fuck around <laughs> i can't wait for the album just like uh i want to hear the wendy's beef that they got with mcdonald's that oh, i heard i heard some of that yeah i heard some of that it was all right it ain't no it's time though. <laughs> it ain't no it's time it ain't no it's time though i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you i was like i haven't heard it uh i can find it it was it was straight you know it's i, I i'm kind of conflicted with the wendy's it's, joint it's corporate beef which ain't the same well nah it's not just that but i'm just kind of um conflicted with the wendy's album because like um like it's good like it's i don't know it was just okay to me i want to know who made it um i hope they get their props you know whoever made it um because they do deserve they're gonna have ronald mcdonald laying hot 16 yeah i i forget what was it was called something feed the streets was one of the songs maybe i could find it that way because i forget the name of the album or whatever but um i will try to find they got a double with cheese that's the name of a song um feed the streets juicy j nah that's not mm-hmm. it it was uh why isn't this shit i think it just came out i don't know why it's not mm-hmm. i guess i've seen it people the, talk about it i don't know why it's not the number one song or whatever <laughs> right i thought it was like a big when did album when did soundtrack yeah I, I don't know what the name of it was i was listening to it the other day and now i can't find it so i don't know i'll try i'll try, I'll try to look in the background um at some point maybe if i put in wendy's that's what i think in wendy's album um, i'm typing windy's album shit just come straight up no nah, that ain't it's not coming up um i don't know i forgot the name of it um oh wendy's mixtape no nah, it's not called wendy's mixtape i don't think wendy's mixtape nope uh all right well i'll try to find it at some point i'll i'll google it or some shit um but uh until then let me get back to this uh to the shit tiffany said shit karen and rod i got up to get something out the printer here at work and what came out my damn mouth before i even knew it it's time laugh my ass off thanks you hotel and bed witch love y'all <laughs> i know y'all i feel so ashamed but i true. know it goes hard nah, y'all gonna be at the fandom reunion y'all gonna be shaking your heads that's how you know i'm not out here fronting charles says mink slide reminded me of colonel abrams for some reason maybe music is the answer i have to listen to both of them maybe some other colonel abrams song to see if my mind is playing tricks on me all right me- music is the she's answer. gonna have it oh, hold on you know i got an ad on youtube um all right let me see 
what this some influence a little bit but it, it ain't no it's time you know i feel like it's time kind of stands on its own maybe some alexander o'neill type shit yes it sounds like him and i found a wendy's mixtape okay called, it's called we beefing oh <laughs> we beefing mm-hmm. um the first song is called twitter fingers it's only a minute long <laughs> what do you mean you don't hear it i don't hear anything coming out of my headphones okay um i mean i hear it coming in mine okay i, I can't even hear you talking what happened it I, was just playing i do not know that's why i said something. have you not been hearing anything the whole time yes it stopped in the middle of this song that's why i'm bringing it up now oh okay so you heard it's time yes okay well i guess Tariq and she shit better than <laughs> the other people shit i didn't change any settings did y'all hear it in the chat oh, they, they may have but it, i'm asking them oh yeah they heard it wendy's been to the trap house yeah so i don't know did your, your headphones just short out in the middle of the show i don't know i don't think it's my headphones because i'm not hearing anything so yeah that would still be your headphones though if you're not hearing anything it might be your headphones um all right you want to try a different set of headphones i don't know yeah i don't think it's the headphones but i will what else could it be i didn't change the volume yeah i don't know what else it could be babe i mean try yeah try a different set of headphones and then we'll we'll um and yeah the people in chat can hear and then we'll take it from there so maybe it's the cord nothing okay um all right give me one second i'm gonna pause this so this not in the thing all right i'm pausing after technical difficulties and now you should be able to hear the uh wendy's mixtape you hear it now yes uh cold with the flows but the meat ain't frosty sand too smug but i can't keep them off me we need a thing you can seem too saucy hashtag legend man can't keep this face up who got the twinkle, then they saw us, yeah. Who got the things I hear so high, yeah. Who got the flavor? Please put the brain shit. I'm pulling them all, they taking them names, so stop it. 
you better stop it. See me falling off, it's not an option. I see you plotting, trying to wonder how we got this popping. It took a lot, man. Can't even front, I want the spot, man. They say they love us because we serving everything. You not, man. What's that about? You Twitter beefing for some clout. So, it's, I mean, it's got some, uh, it's got some, some, uh, some flavor to it. Uh, they got Rest in Grease. <laughs> These titles. You gonna get that work. <laughs> Head with some pigtails, better check the score of these mill sale. Now that's better. I'm so clever. My bar's chilly. Better grab a sweater. You block my tweet. Oh, okay, shit. I hadn't heard this song before. This shit is actually oh, bad. Shit. Watch the beef and you check my feet and your eyes swelling. How you love that? These straight facts. Trying to take the swag, but we don't want it back. I'm a boss chick and they hate with that. But we tried your food with a flavor at you number one. That's a joke. Why your ice cream machine always broke? Why your drive through Come on. slow? Why your innovation just can't grow? It's queen. We need a say more. Nope. Did she say why your ice cream machine always broke? Come on! Oh my god. Bars. You number one. That's a joke. Why your ice cream machine always broke? Why your drive through always slow? Why your innovation just can't grow? It's queen, we need a say more. Nope. Uh, that baconator go crazy. That spicy chicken go crazy. You can take a fry, dip it in a sauce, it still be so tasty. Them little tweets don't face me. No nope. McDonald's be so lazy. Wow. What? The reason you hate me. They calling out names? What? What? Fast food first lady. It's Queen Wendy up in this thing. Y'all can't beat a serving them things. Y'all too chicken for this beef. I'ma leave you resting in grease. Nuts for cards or Boy, you know you can't compete. On top of our game and watch up. See, there's no stopping me. Flex. Damn. Clowning must be about McDonald's. Come on. They got that's the next song, clowning. Oh shit! It's the Wendy, I'ma say it yet again. Don't be silly, you can never mess with this. To be with me, you don't wanna take that risk, uh. And after this, bet you think about who you diss. It's the Wendy, I'ma say it yet again. Don't be silly, you can never mess with this. To be with me, you don't wanna take that risk. And after this, bet you think about who you diss. Now. Let me go and set the record straight. Before you speak my name, you better think and hesitate. Got nothing to hide. We fresh on the side, but too high from fun. That's probably why you gon' paint your face. My meals are great. People lining up like every day. Leave you shame. Make you run back to search the soleil. That's cold game. But what you expect from trying to play? Won't say no names, but you a clown. Get it, okay? It's the Wendy. I'ma say it yet again. Don't be silly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I see. Did McDonald's say some shit to them? McDonald's, McDonald's did something. We got hit with with uh, some hot bars by somebody. I'm trying to tell you, you gonna be after the hamburger and everybody else. Y'all don't want none. Damn, why your ice cream machine always broke? Come Jesus. on, savage. This, what's the wow? <laughs> Come on, be like that. And you know what? They like look. We be on the streets. We see people constantly complaining about your goddamn ice cream machine. Damn bitch. Mm-hmm. Four for four dollars. That's a song. Oh shit! The whole album only ten minutes long. <laughs> four for four, that make the best. Four for four, forget the rest. Four for four, you getting blessed. 
for before that lick the best. Four for four, forget the rest. Four for four, you getting blessed. Uh, yeah. You can pull up and come get that. It's versatile. Dinner meals or even quick snacks. The best you ever had, that there. It's just big facts and competition tire. Like they just sprinted six laps from 16 quarters. Come with four items, you can get that. A fries, burger, nuggets, and a drink come with that. The sauces is dripping. If you will it, then you can get that. Queen Wendy the illest. Yeah, I said it, boy, don't forget that. Four for four, that lick the best. Four, 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 forget, the rest. forget the rest wow even adlet okay all right well look come on um, i didn't know the beef was that deep they was they were saying in the <laughs> chat that the mcdonald's and, and uh wendy's been like sub uh tweeting at each other well not anymore uh mm-hmm. all right the poll for this episode was was that mink song slide was that mink slide song good yes no or no but i'm only saying that because of who made it yes 54 percent of y'all admitted the truth the song is good yes no 19 percent of y'all some goddamn lies and it's sad <laughs> that y'all would even feel a place that i show to come on a lot of my scientific face and 27 percent of y'all said no but i'm only saying that because of who made it which i understand petty is petty sometimes you just can't come off it um we had comments Brooklyn shoe bait says i think it's catchy it's not a, it's got a good beat and i can dance to it i give it a 75 out of 100 lol ah. seriously i like it it reminds me of my high school days miss me 82 says this joint knocks i've had this song in my head all week long and would will troll the hell out of my seven year old with random outbursts of it's time for you to go to school it's time so you won't be a fool lakita <laughs> says I love how this song can come on right after Luther's Never Too Much on the playlist. He got us, y'all. Come on! Never too much, never too much, never too much. I feel like you can slide this right into your, uh, your cookout jams and none will be the wiser. Come on. If some of y'all smart, y'all, y'all know y'all the playlist maker for all the Phantom Union functions. Some of y'all already getting your playlist together. Sneak that in there and see if everybody keep partying. That's what Tariq Nasheed need to do. The, the It's Time Challenge. Get people to film themselves sliding into their playlist oh to that'd be lit notice. y'all mm-hmm. gonna fuck around and they're gonna be on tour it's, the, right. it's gonna be the it's time tour be thank you beverly and Maze, and then next thing you know it's time showing up come on morris day in the time and it's time <laughs> uh we got episode 1640 love and hate groups trailer park edition um ha 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 shop says i put down to make it look for my origin on the census the government can meet me there <clears throat> ah prof Corey says wow thank you for sharing the story about sherman alexi and native women while i was at the while i was on fellowship at notre dame my department hired a new professor and when i got back i took her out to lunch as a welcome that was elisa washuda though uh whose experience you gave voice to on the show what always strikes me about these things is the most successful people from marginalized group are carrying around these kinds of stories imagine the stories that folk can tell who weren't able to come out on 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 the other end come on anyway hearing this on the show makes the fact that she won a huge prize a couple months ago even sweeter news to my ears yeah congrats to her mm-hmm. dark uh really dark night says hey rod and karen the black students suspended shows the tightrope that we walk when dealing with racism yeah they uh somebody was basically racistly uh discriminated against they told the the internet about it and they got suspended because the school said the black people were gonna retaliate and the white racist people were afraid 
so the black person had to get suspended uh yeah dealing with racism and white fragility if she sh- would have flashed those hands she gets suspended she reports that white girl claims fear of a black planet and she gets suspended i mean right eve says that story about the white supremacist trailer park rumble you were asking why the guy attacked his wife's stepfather as well when i read an article about the incident it said the main guy hemlich was having an affair with his wife's stepfather's wife oh oh shit wow <clears throat> that's a lot right so basically his father-in-law's wife okay father-in-law okay so when the wife and her stepfather confronted him they both caught those nazi hands and you know what <laughs> i don't feel a bit sorry for anyone in the scenario everybody caught them hands fuck all of them yeah my favorite part my favorite detail in that whole thing is them putting white supremacists as they occupation though when the police are questioning them um have you ever been mentored or been a mentor yes i've been a mentor 34 percent yes i mean i'm sorry yes i yeah yes i've been mentored also 34 percent. so that was even no 32 percent. i'm actually in the no part i don't think i've ever been in a mentor program or mentorship i've never mentored anyone um although i guess unofficially you have people that take you under their wing but right i've never had a mentor in an official capacity not for my career or anything like that um that i can think of you know i I, well no okay that's not fair when i was an intern i had a there was a black dude at the company who oversaw the mentorship program uh for the, the internship program and i would think that he would tell people he was our mentor but i never felt that way i guess i i'm one of those people that doesn't reach out for help much right so i guess i i wouldn't count it but he might i don't know what about you karen no i've never been in nobody's official program yeah um lakita says only if you count starting a new job and being assigned a mentor yeah i don't count that Mm-mm. yeah that don't count yeah it gotta be like some i call this nigga to help me out type shit uh 1641 i hop retraining Mm-hmm. just gonna retrain the racism out of them uh we got a couple comments gatsu 25 says it's not too important but spice is the generic name for synthetic weed there was a vice documentary about it showing that some of the manufacturers make it so strong that it fucks people up like heroin but those spice jokes goddamn they had me laughing at work i'm gonna let you in on a little secret gatsu 25 i don't want to tell you this but i already knew that sometimes jokes are better than facts and i don't feel like explaining to people it's much more fun we've had we've talked about spice on the show we've talked about bath salts on the show we know they're not actually bath salts and we know it's not actually spice but the jokes are good boy wonder says what's going on rod and karen just wanted to tag on that conversation regarding the difference between how we raise girls and boys and uh into women and men listening to your discussion got me thinking about how your theory applies to how black folks are raised in comparison to white folks many of our black folks parents and no fault to them instilling us a belief that we only have one shot we can't take any risk because we can't make any mistakes or all is lost we must dot our eyes cross our t's and even then we still must just make it out okay like yeah we still might just make it out okay this often precludes us from investments business startups etc that take risk but can have great rewards many of us believe that we just can't afford to lose once whereas white folks of all income levels are taught go ahead take a risk make the leap what's the worst that could happen if you fail just get back up and try again you'll be fine this makes it easier for them to take risk and many times reap the rewards i'd love to hear y'all's thoughts thanks so much for your podcast love y'all steve I mean you pretty much said it all 
but yes right. we've talked about that before like there's a cost to that whole the sky's the limit the limit is the sky shit mm-hmm. um and also man like some of the restrictive ways that we raise black children man even to this day like when we hit them and shit like it, it's all telling us it's all instilling this fear of black kids to try you know because there's these consequences meanwhile you know like how many black parents hit their kids and then they say shit like well it's because uh the cops gonna hit you if i don't the cops gonna hit you either way dog a lot of black people hit their kids and mass incarceration still is a thing they still throw us away and lock throw throw us away and uh, lock us away and throw away the key so um yeah I, i think there's a punitive uh overall cost and it's just another cost of white supremacy like i won't like i'm not blaming black people obviously we live under this shit we're just trying to find ways to cope with it whether they be fruitful or not you know but yeah i I, there's definitely a cost to for for how we raise like how kids grow up but i think the difference with um blackness is that you know um we're not we teach boys in a way that entitles boys correct we don't teach black people in a way that entitles black people you see what i'm saying so like i wouldn't make the comparison of boys to girls versus black to white because of that because in that scenario boys are kind of the white people you know like they're taught that life will be great it'll be fine and then girls will be taught you know a different way but black boys in general like while they do get some of the patriarchy they don't get some of the entitlement that comes with being a white person in america correct like that ownership of uh america and the tax dollars and all this shit um so they don't get it in that way i mean i'm kind of fleshing this out as i'm thinking about it but i guess they do get it in feeling the ownership over blackness yes black men do feel like we own blackness and everybody else uh straight black men cishead black men that everybody else should bow down after to what we say so we do feel a type of ownership to what it means to be black and revolutionary or black and respectable and black or whatever like we we want the women to act a certain way we want gay people to act a certain way we want the kids to act a certain way like so i guess you i can see some of that analogy um yeah i can see some of that analogy so you ain't completely off but uh i would have to think about it more uh karen did you want to add anything or nope all right um we had uh sorry that was just kind of off the fly i don't know if i i might have just been rambling i don't no, know no 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 what, what what you said completely um made sense uh because a lot of it starts with males you know because even in the white patriarchy is white males then straight white males and straight right. white females then everybody else is quote-unquote white falls up underneath them right you know but it still starts with the male and it's the same thing with the black community is right. straight black males you know then quote-unquote straight black females and almost everybody else falls up underneath them you right. know and wherever they may fall where the chips may fall and it's one of those things to where um like you said we don't get the chances that other people get because our falling means that we don't have the family members that could give us a job we don't have the family members that can loan us money we don't have the family members that could help us while we're trying to regroup because we done we quote unquote um 
went out there striking for the sky and missed you know right. and so because of that black people are like hey you can't be out here fucking up because you fuck up hey you're gonna be broke and nobody's gonna be able to help you get out of this hole yeah because the truth is we are much closer to only having one shot it is like that's the sad part of all this shit is if it was just a mentality it would have been changed by now correct but circumstances don't really allow the mentality to change um the way that shit is set up yeah and a lot of that boils down to generational wealth because you yeah, know all that stuff right because and systemic oppression and shit it's not just the right. wealth it's the <laughs> idea of if i do miss because i'm black in addition to my not having the resources i won't get the chances i won't have to commit the social connections to get the second chance you know what right. i mean or the third chance or the fourth chance right. or the fifth chance i won't get to file bankruptcy 10 right. times trying Look to at- start my job trying to start my corporations and shit like that like that shit matters and it matters uh, a lot because the thing is and it it's real but it breaks my heart whenever you talk about you know you have uh high school white people that are high school graduates you after high school you went no further with your and i'm not knocking it but you went no further with your education you have the same rights as to somebody that has multiple degrees like so i go to school like everybody tells everybody to i get the degrees like everybody tell everybody to because y'all have fed to me that this degree gonna mean something and this degree is gonna make me money this is what society has told people and the reality is it does make you a little bit more money but the truth be told it just brings you a little bit up the ladder yeah i just think society is constantly reminding us of us having of of the lack of empathy towards us i like i've been struggling this week with uh the kids from parkland um and how you know they're doing a protest right now Mm -hmm. i think it's called march for our lives and Mm -hmm. it's getting national attention not nothing wrong with that Mm -mm. first of all nothing wrong with any of this i just want to i just want to stress that because somebody's gonna write in being obtuse or someone's gonna get offended being obtuse and i'm trying to make a very nuanced point about being black in america that is more than just a hot take so one the reaction from the media law enforcement um political pundits everybody the reaction to these kids for the most part has been uh very welcoming very supportive and um extremely nuanced not once have these kids been asked to forgive the person that shot up their school who is still alive okay i'll never forget after that church got shot up by dylan roof before they even knew who his name was before they even knew if dylan roof was alive they were asking those black people's families do y'all forgive them okay so um watching these kids you know like not just to have a march like there's banners up saying text this number if you want updates about the march there's news outlets telling you what highways will be closed and when after how long um there's a court there's people give their companies that are giving free rides free food um to the you know to these kids and uh for a place to stay and not just the kids but by extension all the people that are marching all this stuff right um shit i think mike pence flew the kids in some of the kids into dc um when you look at the treatment that black kids are received black people are received 
in the wake of you know the killings of you know many people that have been killed at the hands of the police and shit um in the wake of even in the charleston slam it ain't like this you know what i mean so it's like you letting me know what's capable in america the empathy that you can have the red carpet you can roll out you know i watched those kids get interviewed on the daily show and i you know i'm extremely proud of those kids but i'm black in america too and i'm extremely frustrated knowing that that would never happen for us you know that would never happen to us they they'd be like are you not are you a terrorist organization well can you disavow um minister farrakhan or something like some just some unrelated shit that is not dealing with the tragedy of the life loss the lives lost you know um that so that's frustrating you know and these these kids you know some of the kids at the school were black and 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 unless you know those like i saw finally on the daily show i saw one of the black kids get interviewed and he was like i don't want the teachers to have guns in school i'm black in the south you know what i mean like so i like i and these kids are aware of the privilege and all this shit like these kids are not stupid they're savvy that like shout out to the internet and twitter it is trained there will never be a cal- a calculation on how much media training and activist training children have gotten for free via twitter for free dog you know um which is good i mm-hmm. think which is good i you right. know uh shout out to black lives matter and all that stuff like that because a lot of those uh a lot of those people were the canaries in the coal mine for people learning what to do and what not to do you know their mistakes and their glories the marching tactics the organizational tactics and stuff like that a lot of this stuff people are just piggybacking on now and they learned it from watching them i don't know shit about organizer protests but i guarantee i know more than i would have before watching the transparency of it unfold via social media come on um so it you know when i watch these kids get interviewed and uh people really have empathy for them you know it is shocking to a certain extent it shocks the system it frustrates me it, it makes me angry it makes me sad it makes me uh disappointed but it also makes me proud like i because i don't feel like america's learning i feel like they'll go right back to not caring and the reason i feel that is because there was a kid that was shot in sacramento i believe who just had a phone in his hand you know um and i watched that video which i i say i'm never gonna do but i don't i never i can't sometimes i can't help it i don't watch everyone i try not to watch any of them but every once in a while i i it's like i can't believe they're still doing this to us so i watch and uh i'm sorry anyway i saw this kid get his life taken by his police and there was there was an organized march people stood outside of the uh king's arena and they locked arms so people couldn't come into the game and i was so happy they did that because one it feels like people don't care anymore right and it's not that they don't care but it's it's it went from like being persona non grata for you to be like black lives matter and shit to like well now with this new administration it's a bounty on your head it's a target on your head like the same people that were monitoring you before that only had 
the pretty much the obama administration between them and us being like hey but don't be fucking these people up don't you know like these people are not terrorists these people are not the enemies now they have a term called like (laughs) black identity extremists that didn't exist before the fucking trump administration like the word is out the bounty is out this man is disgracing his office and they don't care if anything it's almost like um that's why they voted him in to disgrace the office after this black person was in it correct to be like well then if if a black person could be in this office then this office don't mean shit to me no more mm-hmm. um so they so like his porn star mistress like talking on 60 minutes tomorrow that won't mean anything to it it's a new low but it won't mean nothing you know but i rem- when i watched those people at sacramento that did that march that uh locked those arms that did that protest so people couldn't go see that little fucking game you know because this kid was dead there was nobody in the crowd because they couldn't get in and the and the kings were like look go home everybody that had tickets just go home the owner gave a speech it was decent you know like not gonna knock that man because uh most of the time corporate sponsorships and corporate response to shit like that is like fuck y'all protest y'all fucking up my money Mm -hmm. and he was very much like nah this is a this is a death in our community we need to come together we want to do our part to help this be a space of healing to help bring the community together da 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 now he was an indian man so maybe he's as a poc owner and in the nba with a bunch of black players that aren't like the whipping boys and shit like the nfl maybe he felt he didn't have a choice i don't know if it's genuine or not i don't need to know to be honest right i know he went out there and said as close to the right thing as he could in night in the 19 minutes he had to prepare his statements before they played basketball in an empty arena which um i'm glad they that happened but you know what i didn't hear i didn't hear not no announcements about it's gonna be a protest tonight i didn't hear any these streets will be shut down these highways will be shut down so be careful on your ride to work or whatever if you want to join the protest do this i didn't hear nothing about we giving free free rides i didn't hear nothing about we're 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 bringing food to the protesters i didn't hear any of that shit when it was black lives matter when it was in atlanta chick-fil-a fed the fucking police you know what i mean like the hostility towards us like who are you if you don't hate us who are you without us without the nigger who are you you know so in a way you know taking back full circle yeah it's it the 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 boys and girls question and the black and white question the difference is with boy with with the black people like we really do have one shot you know it's not just a mentality of like well if we raise them differently they would realize that the sky is the limit it's not the fucking limit it's not like we don't get that we hit that ceiling so often like we we still thrive we still find ways to be creative i would if i could come back a million times to life i'll be black every time i love being black but still i understand the burden that comes with this you know a burden where i can't even really be happy for these kids who really shouldn't even be in this position anyway right these kids shouldn't have to be doing this shit but it's because adults have let them down that they would even have to do this but i have to be in a position where i'm looking at these kids and i'm a little bit jealous you know what I'm, I'm a little bit like so wait y'all could have done this the whole time i mean the, the dude that died in sacrifice that shit wasn't that long ago that was last week 
y'all the same outlets that had these kids on that fucking went and and eloquently let them exp- talk about what they want to talk about and then went the marches at this time and then went here's some resources to march with them and it and the company the corporate sponsors are like hey we'll drive you out to the march and we'll drive you back you could have done all this you could have been doing all this since trayvon martin you didn't care you know so it's frustrating because society is telling those kids and those kids aren't stupid but but not not these these parkland kids but these black kids society's telling us the limit is the sky you know what i'm saying society is saying you got one shot it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way but they don't need we don't need to raise black kids any differently we need to raise these white kids differently you know because that's the people who get to decide who gets a fucking shot and how many shots you get and they that's the people that get to decide whether they cross the street or not when they see you walking late at night that's the people that get to decide i'm gonna change the channel because this black kid getting killed by the cops don't got nothing to do with me those are the people that get to decide so i you know I, to me the analogy is a little bit different like i said because in the way that we were talking like while things target black boys yes we still have some levels of uh you know privilege within our own spectrum of blackness but i mean i'll never get it twisted i do understand america put the target on my back it's not you know i just because i'm not the only one with the target on my back or it's not or it's more than one type of target doesn't mean that i don't feel it every day too you know what i'm saying when the police pull up behind me i feel it you know what i mean like i feel it every day too like when we got when that restaurant wouldn't see us i felt it you know what i mean like i feel it every day too but it's just something about the idea of like watching how it doesn't have to be that way unfold for the last two or three weeks where kids are meeting with the president on national tv to talk about this shit now he think he, he handpicked those kids but still the fact that even that display even that display is 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 just a mockery it is just slapping us in the face with it it's like yeah this this would not happen for your black ass you know uh i saw a video killer mike is talking with the nra right now about black on black people don't nobody care when it's black on black crime like a fucking coon and i'm like dog why are you carrying water for this shit but this is the shit we have to deal with being black even he gotta go over there and tell them how our shit different it's not the lives are lost either if america cared then we would care that's how it works it, it doesn't really work the other way around but it that's how it is if 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 we saw black lives dying as an american problem and not a black problem it would be solved already but we don't value black lives as a country you know so so you expect me to pull a magic trick and understand that even though society don't care about my life i'm supposed to what evidence do i have that you care what evidence do i have that i'm valuable you know i lastly before i move on this morning i was leaving the gym and uh you know everybody i greeted on the way out i was like hey man black lives matter to everybody and i got to this one brother at the end uh i won't say his name but i played ball with him and uh i was like you know everybody else white people black i didn't just say it to black people i was like all right fellas black lives matter black lives matter that you know whatever wakanda salute everything and uh this one dude 
when i dapped him up it was like black lives matter he was like blue lives matter too and i'm just like the fuck where are we supposed to like who has anyone ever killed a cop and not gone to jail and or or they haven't got justice or somebody was like it's not important it don't matter cops killing cops you know how it is like nah we always find a motherfucker to kill the cop and they always go to prison forever because that's the one thing you can't do blue lives already matter white lives already matter also i didn't sign up to be a black person you sign up to be a cop i didn't sign up to be born into this shit i didn't get a gun and a badge you know i didn't get authority i didn't get a salary i didn't get none of that shit i was born black i didn't choose to be black you know so like even that whole analogy of like what about blue lives no one's saying they're not valuable and your ass ain't gotta be one if you really think it's that fucking dangerous but i'm tired of my skin being the reason that i'm dangerous so i'm getting killed but like i said good luck to those kids that's marching but yeah that's what's telling me that black kids got one shot it ain't even really about how we raise them society is telling us no matter how you fucking raise your kid we see them as a nigger and that's the end you know and that and society is totally capable of changing on a fucking on a drop of a dime like that's that's what's so wild they change for these white kids but not really but yes but really you know what i'm saying like they didn't really change because even in this is a spite towards us and that has never changed it's still like an invisibility if they didn't hate us we'd be invisible that's that's the truth that's what i learned this week or that's what i was reminded of this week if they didn't fucking hate us they wouldn't even see us because they see these kids that survived that shooting and they see those kids and the parents and, and they see all that people that lost their lives but that would have been a, a some black school <laughs> none of this would have happened they would have been saying we were gonna riot they would have been talking about uh you know we need to have the fucking alt-right come out we need to have the kkk come out we need to have uh the police need to be there we need a heavy police presence you know it would have been all that shit it would have been all of that shit you know oh they're shutting down the highway well uh we gonna have to show up with a fucking paddy wagon and arrest as many black people as we can that's what it would have been dog so <sighs> good luck to those kids though all right um sorry that's a huge tangent uh so oh, you good the poll was was it wrong for that science teacher to feed a puppy to a snapping turtle that'll get us back on track <laughs> yes it's immoral or nah it's just science baby karen what would you pick hey all right well yes it's immoral 74 percent of y'all think you should not feed a puppy to a snapping turtle no i didn't know snapping turtles ate puppies yeah well now that's why it's science everybody learned something new that day i don't think this is science and 26 percent of y'all said nah it's just science baby Mm-mm. I, i'm not that disconnected i don't want to see a puppy eat a snap a snap turtle eat a puppy right uh and and lakita says i wouldn't not i wouldn't necessarily say immoral but def- definitely something my grown ass would not want to see i it would traumatize me i love dogs so i'm willing to be bet he traumatized a baby or two maybe i'm just a snowflake lol let me tell you something the fact that you said it would traumatize you and it probably traumatized a baby or something is literally the definition of why it's immoral come, <laughs> come on, on now come on lakita stop trying to ride that fence you better that de- you better have voted it was immoral. i bet you, you better not have voted child what you saying? 
i hope you ain't messing up my science scientific um, pole. right uh, we are episode 1642 black twitter csi cold case division uh that was a fun episode yes it was um we got to talk Find about they got another division found out about a black woman scientist that nobody knew about at the time come on um i can't wait to the next case right um so we had two comments al says with all the horrible stories we're inundated with every single day the story about sheila m jones made me so happy made my whole day come through black twitter csi i agree right uh really dark night says so let me get this straight a fox news contributor decided that fox has gone gone unhinged and decided to quit political twitter says yes political twitter also says he's an honorable man that loves his country more than his party i look on and remember this is the same man who has who was good with cashing checks for all these years and called the black president a pussy live on tv that's the guy y'all giving props to for real if you don't get the entire fuck mm-hmm Mm-hmm. that's why yeah that was white political twitter uh also remember the october that when october came around and we were all dreading white folks about to fuck up and put on blackface well every day is halloween now because the racists just don't ah, give a ah, fuck damn ah, <laughs> yeah them black them black mask the beauty mask too be killing people uh and the poll was do you care about donald trump jr's affair yes it's interesting me uh and then not at all i don't even know what me meant not at all that was my fault i just put me man man that's what it was man that's what it meant okay brooklyn shubay says i don't uh want to hear no more messiness about that two raggedy ass family because every time i think ah! about that horrible family in the white house i think if this is the obamas insert incredible rage i know we are so beyond the if that was obama like they was on that nigga for wearing tan suits and shit uh eve says i could care less because the man is being is beyond reprehensible i would rather not know about the details of his affair at all but every time i come online my timeline's cluttered with stories of his affair every time that i think of someone even touching him i vomit a little in my mouth a little he's a grotesque human uh human being is on the inside and it shows up on the outside it goes to show that people will sleep with anything for money yeah i didn't know so many of these uh porn stars and actresses were uh you know uh republicans that that was the part that tripped me i was like porn stars republicans yes they are i guess the white ones i hope the black ones not i couldn't deal with wesley pipes talking about make america great again Mm -mm. like i'm gonna make it nasty again no i'm i'm good i'll opt out of that one uh last one was hillary jesse Raphael. we had two comments d ramsey ph dunn says five stars negan and rick glorious negan calling out christmas hanukkah and kwanzaa maggie is low-key could be the next governor simon and dwight playing cat and mouse so good enid tried it with michonne jadis with negan yes god georgia child the title of this review says it all and evie says i was waiting for michonne to mush enid in the face because it says you're not worth the slap enid caught one body and now she big and bad eating a turtle don't mean shit she on my list of people who could die this season i think she will yeah she can die i'm not really impressed with enid right now Mm -mm. the poll was do you trust georgie's new group karen Mm, so far yes but we'll see past this point yes 35 percent no 65 percent of our audience don't trust her new group wow uh, and then uh we got one comment the bible says beware of false prophets but by this hillary 
can build a windmill I, but this hillary can build a windmill i trust her <laughs> right uh but what about our windmills um <laughs> all right let's uh let me go to the next segment real quick because we gotta play some voicemails and stuff too okay matter of fact actually let me play the voicemail first and then we'll we'll get to the uh next segment we got a couple minutes so <clears throat> here's the first voicemail that we got on a tuesday haven't listened to this yet yes this is sakita from kentucky and i was calling because i'm listening to ihop retrained and i hear the black twitter csi uh beats and i am getting my life i had to pull over so i could do a little bop and yeah so i just want to call and say i love it and i love you guys and please keep on bringing the content because i live in a white ass kentucky or should i say a redneck kentucky and all the black content i can get i appreciate so thank you guys love you oh thank you glad you you, uh glad you're getting your bop on to us okay kentucky is pretty white yeah i think that's the home of uh where we got mike Pence from uh so i don't think it gets any wider than him and mother um bringing us to bringing us that bullshit um and she's uh she's in the chat she said play the song i you know i got you just a little jam just a little bit um, oh they say uh pence is indiana uh oh my bad uh mcconnell mitch mcconnell is kidding uh, same same difference. right that same thing same y'all a know white I mean. man you know blame my head not my heart uh all right um let me go to the next section now so i'll make sure we don't get cut off we'll be right back guys um mm-hmm, got another division i can't i can't wait they they doing it big branching out black twitter csi cold case files mm-hmm. uh, they're they gonna be like the miami the they gonna they gonna branch out we're gonna get special victims unit come on i can't wait for that one <laughs> i'm not i don't want that's gonna be scary special victims is the, the horrible crimes uh <laughs> but, but they're gonna coming. catch you for committing these racist crimes mm-hmm. uh all right let me play this next voicemail oh wait is this the right one what is it okay this one this is the right one hey rod and karen good morning this is iman um i just got um well i've been listening to the the feedback episode hotel two-step and i was listening to it this morning while i was getting um breakfast and my daughter's lunch ready for school and so i paused it because I was like jamming and I paused it so I could go wake her up and I was like it's time <laughs> to eat your breakfast it's time so you don't end up a mess <laughs> and she was like I don't want to wake up uh, mom leave me alone and I was like it's time to get up for school it's time <laughs> 
so you go end up a fool mommy please <laughs> and so i left her and i went to go get my headphones so i can continue listening to the episode and then like i screamed because i realized that me and karen were on the same page when she said the same thing i was like oh my god yes! <laughs> and so then my daughter came in and she's like why are you screaming what's wrong with you <laughs> and she was just like i was like well you're up now i was like come on it's she's like stop singing and so i was just like it just it just made my morning so i just really appreciate that and then uh i was really giddy when i saw the other um feedback episode where uh my feedback inspired the title of the show Uh. and i screenshot that like a while ago and i sent that uh to my husband when that happened and he was like oh that's cool and I was like, you're not at the level of excitement that I need to be about this. But okay. I was like, I was like, I just got my life. But okay. So I'm going to check that off my fan. Oh, I'm telling you. Okay. Bye-bye. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ma. That's hilarious. Um, uh, uh, we got, um, your baby came in and go, what's wrong with you? What's uh, wrong with you? You niggas is crazy. <laughs> That's how your baby looked at you. Um, alright, so we got, um, we got emails. Let's get to these. Leonardo writes in, black boys and racism. Hey guys, again, another study uh to confirm what blacks have been dealing with for for years sometimes you want to tell them to save the money and just listen to us i spent the majority of my childhood growing up in an area with the mostly white people when we moved to the neighborhood we were one of five families i remember being called a nigger and then when i said this fucking bitch called me a nigger being suspended for the same amount of time as the person that called me a nigger for cursing Mm mm-hmm or being stopped uh, for walking home with an extra pair of my own shoes in my hand and having to show the cop the pair in my hands are the same as the ones on my feet damn i feel triggered that's how i be i love you guys and as always keep up the excellent work i recently turned 26 had a kid and have been listening since i graduated college and had to commute to work it feels like you two have been there every step of the way y'all giving out guidance without even trying as a jamaican i still crack up when rob referred to our national hero marcus garvey as a thick snack when talking about <laughs> talking about the snack that the statue love well he must have been one of them big booty black supremacists come okay? on because they was like no what you ain't gonna do is make him skinny that's what you ain't. we gonna fuck up your airport get it right uh allegra right said listen why why and she said episode sixteen thirty nine hotel two steps why was i bumping party into Tariq nasheed's new jam i'm someone's mama and i'm definitely someone's auntie this was right up my alley that guitar solo though uh allegra a thank you <laughs> i know hate to love it but you gotta tell the truth come on uh, uh, response to episode 1642 is from jazz who says hey rod and karen this is jazz i'm a fairly new listener um i recently i heard about y'all on keith and the girl hey oh no we love we them. love them love the show i'm writing in about people getting high on bug spray story i live in indianapolis when i first moved there you know this is a good news about some white people coming to listen to the show from keith and the girl i don't know nothing about culturally about this bug spray mm-hmm. drug shit that that felt like some white people shit which is why i was in white people news right i don't know nothing about so that. maybe y'all can it, it, it educate us 
when i first moved there i moved into a ratchet apartment downstairs next to a halfway house so i became very familiar with kd mm. it's uh it's sad to say but this drug is really impacting the homeless community the hardest oh maybe it's just indie cops or the cops downtown but they're just so slow to response to 911 calls about people on kd my roommate here in indy is an emt she says they pick up at least two kd ods every shift shit wow. yo that's the thing the um i know it's not the same but the opioid epidemic like when you read about the shit they have to do and like the um they tell the emts to stop bringing like that life resuscitating drug shit that is saw it stops people from having uh, ods but because of that the people know that you come in and you have to resuscitate them so they'll be like i'm an overdose so what you know like that's how good the high is i guess like mm. that shit that shit real out there yeah and particularly with the is it the i think that the meth and the opioids like americans die particularly, yeah. particularly at a higher rate than anybody in the world like yeah. literally like you talking about like hundreds of people die a day in america off of this like one thing that i'm determined to not let white supremacy rob me of is my empathy correct because at that point it's just i'm not i don't want to be killmonger i'm no. not that person i don't i don't glorify that shit Mm-mm. i know some black people feel like that's what revolution is for them and that's fine for them I, i'm not trying to tell them how to feel but for me personally i'm i'm not adopting this shit of so yo <laughs> fuck them people like i do be feeling bad i right. wish i i think the sad part to me is america knows the right thing to do so they know they could have this is how you could have responded to the crack epidemic with a way of like sympathy empathy how do we get people off of this shit how do we standing right you know how we get people out you know in the situation where they don't feel like they need to sell it or use it instead it's throw everybody in prison this opioid epidemic though they trying everything to say these white lies changing laws yeah like they changing laws like i said carry like the, the carrying the overdose kits and shit like that like it's just wild the difference but yeah this is ravaging people's entire like the midwest all this shit like a lot of america is ravaged by this um and a lot of it is uh like she was talking about the homeless people yeah a lot of us is poor white people i mean you end up being homeless on this shit though correct like it's taking everything from people um my roommate here in india is an emt she said okay yeah um not to mention all the other ods mostly opiates as someone who has directly seen people messed up on KD, I just want to provide some input. Love the show. Side note, I had to drop one of a potential future booze because he still hasn't seen Black Panther Wakanda forever. Yeah, Jazz, he ain't a keeper. Good job, Jazz. Mm-hmm. You know, can't be out here uh, rewarding that type of behavior, okay? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, also, just in general, that's, uh, you know, we make jokes about a lot of shit and i mean i'm gonna still make jokes about white people doing these drugs don't get me wrong um but at the same time i do recognize the seriousness of it correct you know i'm not trying to uh to act like it's not a problem or to not have empathy but you know nigga putting bug spray in drugs is gonna forever be like what i'm sorry Amal says, Hey Rod and Karen, just to piggyback on my voicemail, I was trying to say that I have a specific TBGWT fan bucket list. Leave a five star review, done. Leave a five star review on Stitcher, done. Leave a five star on the web, leave a feedback on the website. 
leave feedback voicemail done leave feedback email done leave feedback about a show i don't watch but i do listen to the recast i can't remember if i did that or not (laughs) get premium my husband is premium so we're premium i hear you each one teach one leave a donation done feedback inspires the title of an episode done get tbgwt swag for me and the family go to negrocon get a karen hug get a rod hug get a rod beard rub that one has a with permission okay i appreciate that you know a lot of people leave that asterisk out (laughs) uh all the hugs and beard rubs came with the asterisk for permission cosplay as black twitter csi agent that's possible come on that is possible we have the gear now uh get my swag sign uh come up with a dance for black twitter csi music uh with (laughs) yeah Uh, and then so that's all i got for now add things uh, i add things accordingly love y'all thank you mom thank you appreciate you and g and lastly thomas writes in i am so ashamed hello rod and karen i was listening to the insanity report number 600 i did not realize how long i've been listening to you guys until you and chris are going down some of the things that went down over the years five years for both shows but i never gave you gave to gave to your show sure i bought some merch and t- called in a few times but never subscribed to donate it i was a freaking freeloader 3go i'm so yeah three guys on they they literally talking about the freeloaders i'm so ashamed so five minutes before i wrote this email i substituted and uh i subscribed and donated thank you thank you your show helps me get through the graveyard shift the lonely lonely graveyard shift keep up the excellence one thing i have always wanted to know is what does vitamins prime transform into a car a plane a train a city the world would like to know um well if you've been if you've watched transformers he transforms into a minivan so he's a he's a minivan with fire decals on the side and you wonder why the transform why the toy didn't last long right <laughs> so totally sold my man out uh i love when he was hot rod though oh nigga he was flames for real like figuratively and literally he was flames as hot rod that car was sick as shit but when he became Rodimus prime i was like y'all turn this nigga to a minivan don't no kid won't play with a fucking minivan man now like, he a truck that's optimus prime is a truck okay nah Rodimus prime he was a sports car again well no he was hot rod so hot rod is the sports car then it's a minivan and uh once you become riders prime ah tj from pittsburgh aka new member tommy d p.s that damn tarik nasheed song is still stuck in my head not forgiving guy you guys are randolph terrence for that man blame honestly you know you need to be blamed for that dominic rivera <laughs> ah he was the person with no shame that that immensely enjoyed it and trolled it into being good come on pps karen your name is perfect because you care so much and we can hear it in you and your pun game has improved immensely thank you i don't know if that's good or bad but thank you it is good um thank you everybody for your uh time we appreciate y'all uh we'll be back tomorrow i believe uh i'll let you know what the schedule is because we also need to see pacific Rim. so if i don't see it tonight i'm definitely seeing it in the morning and y'all will deal okay some things are more important <laughs> to podcast uh but until until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.